through with 2022 are you? Yes. There was a lot in 2022. And then I have it living free in 2023. And I'm going to give you a message on how to live free in 2023. The past doesn't rule the present or the future. There's a lot of quotes that we hear. Let bygones be bygones. What does that mean? Let them be gone. Be gone. Remember when Jesus came to be Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. Be gone. We need to do that with things that come against us. Be gone. Let bygones be bygones. Old acquaintance be forgotten. Well, we don't want to forget our old acquaintances, but we want to forget the old garbage with the acquaintances. We don't want to carry all that stuff and garbage into 2023. What if, what if you had selective amnesia and you only remembered good things? How would today be? Oh my. Oh my, this is what God wants for us. He wants us to dwell. He says, keep your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. But what do we do? We put our mind on things on the earth. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We sang great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. See, when I hope in God, there's no failing. Things can fall apart. You can make bad mistakes. You can say something completely weird. But as long as I have hope in him, he's going to fix it. He's going to make it right. He's going to give me what I need to persevere. How about K Sarah Sarah? What will be, will be. It's the same thing. What has happened in 2022, 1972, 1822? I'm sorry, Ron, I didn't mean to say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we go back all these years. Everything from 2022 and beyond, back, is gone. So, how do we release all that stuff? We don't want to release the people. We love the people. We got family members that we don't even talk to anymore because of all this stuff. We need to let that stuff stay in 2022 and beyond. <coughs> forgiveness. We've talked about forgiveness so many times. That's been my forte is forgive, forgive, forgive. It not only releases them, but it releases you. I find that when people forgive somebody, that person that they needed to forgive calls them and says, hey, let's get together for coffee. And they're like, what, what? I haven't talked to you in a year and you just called me? It's because they forgave them. The person that was offended forgave that person. As a matter of fact, I think we've talked about it in Bible study too, that you don't want to bring up a bunch of worms. A can of worms stuff or say, hey, by the way, I forgive you. And they're going, huh? What are you talking about? You don't, you don't want to bring all that. You just want to forgive them from your heart and the Lord. The Lord will take care of them. Right? You don't want to stir that up, right? Um, and I like this quote. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. We're going to talk about how to prepare 
this year for 2023. But today is the start of a new year. No fear, free in 2023. We can say all kinds of things about 2023. There's a lot of things that rhyme with 2023. His mercies are new every morning. See, everything that has caused you pain, caused you discomfort and confusion, even at 11.59 last night, is in 2022. We got new stuff today, don't we? We got new stuff. We got new stuff today. We don't need to be dragging the old stuff into today. You know what strife is? I mean, I'll just make it simple. It's a pebble in your shoe. Something that just bothers you. Bothers you. It, you, it doesn't kill you. It doesn't devastate you. But it's just there. It just rumbles. It's there. You talk to a person and it's just there. We need to get that just there stuff out. We need to get the pebble out of our shoe. You know when you get a splinter in your finger, doesn't your whole body hurt? Mm -hmm. That's what happens in strife. Just a little strife. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. And I believe, because I've experienced it, and I know you've experienced it, maybe with people in the church, maybe with your family members, maybe with people far away, strife is alive in the church. And I want to make sure that today we have no strife going forward, no pebble in our shoe. All of that is water under the bridge. So we need to ask ourselves, do I have a pebble in my shoe? Is there something nagging at me? Is there something that I want to say but I haven't? You're free to be in 2023. Now, I have a suggestion box back there. If you have anything you need to say about me and you don't want to say it to my face, Put it in the suggestion box. I'll take it. I'll listen to it. I'll, pray. I'll take it to the Lord. Lord, you tell me about it. And I hope that you, uh, you feel the same way about me speaking the truth to you. We need to be honest in 2023. If something happens, I'm going to give you some, some stuff here. I'm going to do the same thing. If something happens in the church and it was just a wound, why don't you deal with it at that moment? Say, come here, can I talk to you for a minute and let's just talk about it. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid to speak your mind to me. And I'll tell you what, I might not like it, but I'd rather hear that than a lie. Right. We talked about yeah, that here today. We don't want to hear lies. We want the truth. I don't care how horrible it is. My friend and I would call it brutal truth. She would call me, I would call her, and we would speak the truth. I mean, raw. <laughs> it was nasty sometimes. And then we'd work through because the truth, what, makes us free. Did you know that joking around is sin? Because it's always at someone's expense. And I'm going to tell you something else. When we joke about something, there's an element of truth in it. And it always hurts people. And adjusting, I have to repent. I've adjusted myself. I've joked around. And I need to be more forthright. And I hope that you do the same in 2023. Yeah. The Bible says not to jest. It says Ephesians 5.4. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Here's, this, is, this is really a good one. Proverbs 23, it says, It is an honor for a man to cease from strife. Get that pebble out of your shoe. But every fool will be meddling. You know where strife comes from? Meddling in other people's stuff. It's, isn't that true? 
You wouldn't have any strife on yourself. You have it because of other people. What you think they're not doing, what they should be doing. Why are they acting that way? How come they didn't call me on my birthday? Whatever it is. But every fool will be meddling. I'll leave it there. Okay. Proverbs 26, 20, it says, where no wood is, the fire goes out. So where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceases. Again, it's about what we're saying. You know, something has been happening, and I believe you probably have experienced it yourself. Let's say you go into a family group, and this person you've never met treats you horribly. But you know the family. Something was said in that home that made that person not like you. We need to stop talking about people in our homes if it's not for the glory of God. And I have to repent too. So I'm telling you, I'm going to cease because I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be shouted on the rooftops, the Bible says. Nothing done in secret is in secret. God knows everything. Isaiah 50 says, not to dwell in your fire. Behold, all you that kindle a fire that compass yourselves about with sparks, walk in the light of your fire and in the sparks that you have kindled. We're doing it to ourselves, people. This shall ye have of my hand, ye shall lie down in sorrow. That person's not a very happy person. So here's what I like to do. If somebody speaks harshly to me or doesn't, or, or just, if you just know something's off, it's because they're in sorrow. What am I going to do? Get mad? No, I'm going to pray for them because they're sad. Wounded people wound people. That's just what it is. Strife comes from a busybody into other people's business. It's bitterness, anger, and jealousy and fear. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because I don't want none of it in 2023. So if you have experienced any of that in your life right now, up to 11 minutes and 59 seconds last night, it's all dead and gone. Brand new, mercy's new every morning. So this is the stuff in our past that comes into our present to mess with our day. Always looking up, the Bible says, for our redemption draws nigh. Luke 21, 25 through 28. And there shall be signs in the sun and the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth the stress of nations, duh, with perplexity, strife, the sea and the waves roaring. Men's our hearts are failing them for fear, looking for those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And when these things begin to come to pass, look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draws nigh. So all this stuff, all, we have all this going on. He doesn't say, look at that, look at the water. He says, look up. Look up. That's what we need to do in 2023. Let's stop looking around. Yeah, we need to take care of business. We need to be wise. But let's let the ultimately look up. Let's take this opportunity to do the word of God. Let go of the past and look ahead. Not in fear of what's going on in the world, but who we want to serve and how we want to serve. <coughs> Cease from strife. Proverbs 27.5 says, Open rebuke is better than secret love. We were talking about it in a Bible study. Would you rather be lied to? What was that other thing you said? Or 
You just not know. Or just unknown. Just you don't know. Oh, no, I'd rather be unknown. I'd rather not unknown too because there's hope there. Mm -hmm. But when you're lied to, you're lied to. So you have my permission to be honest with me. I have two years on my pastoring here. You have two years to tell me the truth about everything. <laughs> Some of you are going, you know, I'd rather have a man pastor. Me too. Where are they? Yeah. I'll give it up in a heartbeat if there's a man that comes along and says, hey, I want to be a pastor. Okay, let's try you out and see if somebody that the church would love to have. See, a lot of men don't call and say, hey, I need ministry because I'm not a man. But my husband is. And he might be a quiet, gentle giant, but he's wiser than you know. He's saved people from suicide, from divorce. He has helped a lot of people in the quietness of his life. So if you don't think I can help you, I guarantee you, he can. So you are free to talk to my husband. He'll be willing and able to help you any way you need. And that's my promise to you for 2023. My whole heart is to equip you to be all you can be. I'm helping you fly. Help me fly. That's all I ask in return. Help me fly. I want to help you fly. So what does the Bible talk about? We are to press on. Press on. I want that song, pressing on. <laughs> Not to relive what happened to you at Christmas <laughs> or the past week or even days gone by. A new year starts with new thinking. The Bible talks about not putting old wine, good, good wine into old wineskins. 2022 is an old wineskin. We want to bring in the new wine. This is a year of truth, a year of freedom. Philippians 3, 13 through 15, a very familiar passage. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth to those things that are ahead. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if it anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal this unto you. So he's saying to you, whatever you think, God's going to help you think properly. But I'm going to press on. Even though I might make a mistake. I have a friend right now. And she's meet, dating somebody. And she's going steamrolling ahead. And I'm going, you know what? You can steamroll ahead. God's with you because you know God loves you. But you might be steamrolling down the wrong way. But he's still going to be with you because he says, even though you make your bed in hell, I'll be with you. <laughs> even though you're making those mistakes, I am with you. I like it when we can press on knowing that his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. So how do we press on? The Bible tells us we need to have vision. After we get rid of our strife, we're going to do that through prayer. How do we press on? Vision. Vision, vision. Proverbs 29, 18. Where there is no vision, the people thrive and they live and they have a wonderful life. 
No, they perish. What is our vision? What, a vision is like a plan, don't you think? Maybe we want to read the Bible. Today is the first. Today, we can start today reading the Bible through in a year. Now, here's the thing. Don't beat yourself up because you didn't read for the day or you didn't read enough. You're giving yourself guilt and shame. Don't do that. You can, it's just a guide. Sometimes I go, oh, four days. I'm not going to read four days worth. I'm just going to start on that fourth day. Because I've read the Bible through three or four times already. So I'll just, you know, go where I'm at. There's no guilt or shame in that. Please don't put that on yourself. So what are your plans for 2023? Has anybody made any plans yet for 2023? I'm not talking about resolutions. We always break those. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart divides his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So when Tom and I went on our trip to Reno, I had prayed because I knew there was a lot of weather coming along. All right, And, and I asked the Lord, am I going to make it there and back? And I heard him plainly say, yes. Later on, Tom tells me God said, Yes, because sometimes I'd say, no, let's not go because we are, the weather's unpredictable. But I knew we were going to get there and back, and we did beautifully. Because we believed that he was with us, and he spoke to us, and he ordered our steps. Psalm 37, 23 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I believe every person in here is under the Jesus Christ's righteousness. You're a good person. That's how you're good is because you're Jesus Christ. We're not good. We're all filthy rags, to tell you the truth. But through the eyes and the lens of Jesus, we're righteous. So your steps are ordered by the Lord, and you can delight in those steps. We talked earlier about the journey. Okay, it's nice to get to where you're going, but what about getting from A to B, this middle part? Are you hurrying up to get there? Or are you enjoying and eating it up and doing what you want to do in the moment? Tom and I did the same thing driving because of the weather. And the snow was everywhere. It was beautiful, sunny all the way to Reno when we left. So we got to enjoy the ride. We stopped. We had lunch. Sometimes I just want to get there. This time, I enjoyed the journey. It made a huge difference. Tom got revelation out of this weekend. I got peace out of this week and ready for the new year. I got refreshed. I got revived. <laughs> I did. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Amen. So there were some issues. I'm going to pretty close with this. Uh, there are some issues that I had to face over the last year and a half that I've been note, observing in the church. And um, I made a list. And you know what God told me to do with it? Burn it. 2022. Oh, gone. I cannot tell you what's on that list today because I really truly meant to get rid of anything on 2022. And he says, so now I want you to just do that. And when it happens, that's when you take care of it. Don't let it pile up again. Right? Am I, am I right here? Don't let it pile up. Speak your heart. Speak your mind. 2 Thessalonians 1, 6 through 7 says, remember, I take care of those who trouble you. So, in this year, I want you to remember that scripture because it's not the building that bothers you. It's not the, the, the car. It's the people. 
I've had somebody say to me, I know I'd take that job, but if it wasn't for the people, I would do it. I won't do it because of all the people I have to deal with. I don't want to be a manager because I'd have to manage them. I don't want nothing to do with people. Well, that's where we are. Every one of us has our own little universe, you might say, in our little brain. And my little universe hits your universe. That's why we need to have tolerance and forgiveness. Because not everybody's going to be me. And not everybody's going to be Butch. Not everybody's going to think like Ron. Not everybody's going to speak like Greg. We, we're individuals. We're unique. We need to value each other's uniqueness. When we look back on the year, is that a good thing? Well, according to Genesis 19, 16 through 23, when Lot's wife looked back, <laughs> what happened to her? Pillar of stone. She turned into a pillar of salt. Do you know why she looked back? I was thinking about this, and I, and I started asking myself questions like Butch does when he reads this, the studies, and he'll ask himself questions. What was she looking for? I think she was looking at the destruction. She wants to see the destruction. So when we look back, well, you know, we want to see, you know what we look at? The rearview mirror is about this big. And when we look back in a rearview mirror, we don't see the whole story, do we? No. Tom told me one time, he goes, quit judging yourself by the decisions you made when you were 20. Because when I look now at it, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. Because you're looking at this little tiny bit of history. When if you go back to when you were 20, you would have made the same decision. Yeah. Because that's where you were. Mm -hmm. We need to be free in 2023. Looking back is not always good. There's nothing to fear today when you don't look back. Because we, we get all upset and worked up because of something that happened yep. in the past. Yep. So you need to, we need to just cut 2022 off. And that's only you that can do it. The Bible tells us in Luke 9:61, and another said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go bid fare thee well. He said, no, you're not fit for the kingdom. Okay. We can't go backwards. You can't go back. Okay, let me go fix this, and then I'll come follow. No, nope, he wants you to follow today. Don't put the hand to the plow and look back. Let the dead bury the dead, it says. In other words, let the past bury the past. And he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me to go bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury the dead. But go and preach the kingdom of God. But what do we do? We look back. Does anybody look back? Have you looked back recently? Yes. The good old days. Oh, man, the good old days. When you were in those good old days, those weren't the good old days. The good old days were before that. So you can keep going backwards and backwards in the good old days. There's no good old days. These are the good old days. Our song, these are the good old days, right? Uh, how about the bad choices we made? We can think about the regrets we have, the people who hurt us. We gauge today by what happened yesterday. But Jesus came to make us whole. He wants to remove all of that. And what does the Lord do? He says, keep your eye on the ball. We talked about that in Bible study today. Jesus was prophesied in Isaiah that he will keep his eye on the ball. Isaiah 50 says, I gave my back, this is Jesus' life, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. 
for the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Whatever you're going through, keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the prize. Keep looking up for your redemption draws nigh. So I'm going to close with this. Just some thoughts for you to do, and then we're going to pray. So is there any regrets of decisions that you've made that you're still living in? The enemy wants you to dwell in the past. Remember, you made the best decision at the time. Release yourself. Forgive yourself. Hindsight is 2020. Oh, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have said that. I could have done that better. Why didn't I act this way? That all broods that strife we're talking about. That's that pebble in your shoe stuff. The Bible is filled with all kinds of instruction. But you know what a lot of non-Christians tell me? The Bible is full of a bunch of don'ts. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't go here. You can't do the blah, blah. Well, here's a don't. <laughs> and this is one that I know for a fact. Don't do in the good times what you don't do in the bad times. you got to think about that for a minute. Don't do in the good times what you don't do in the bad times. Okay, I'm just going to give you this analogy. Chocolate. Okay, Chocolate and me are not happy campers. So when I'm feeling really good, what do I do? I eat chocolate. But when I'm not feeling good, I don't eat chocolate because I know that's why I got there. You see what I'm saying here? When you're feeling good, oh, now I can go do that. I feel really good. But it's something that you wouldn't normally do if you weren't feeling good. See, I'm just, I, I'm just throwing that out there for you. Just extra. Anyway. So God's vision for you today is Jeremiah 21, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Do you expect something from the Lord? He's going to give you that expected end. And John 10, 10 says, I have come to give you life and abundantly. God takes care of those loose ends we talked about in Bible study. There's some loose ends in our lives, and that's what I'm talking about. All that, there's some good loose ends, and then there's some funky loose ends. And those loose ends that I'm talking about, the strife, the anger, the un unforgiveness, the bitterness, whatever, we've got to let go of that, and we're going to do that. We have three services in our church to provide you support. We have Sunday, Wednesday night, and Friday, Bible study, I mean uh, prayer time. You have opportunity to connect with other people to help you in your time of need. Maybe you can help others in their time of need. Nothing is to be brought into 2023 no matter how fresh, and nothing is to be brought into 2023 no matter how old. Procrastination is going to keep you stuck. It's going to keep you stuck in the past. We were talking in the Bible study where at the very end of Jacob's life, you know, he only had one thing that he wanted is to see his son before he died. He didn't go, well, I have to go and pay my bills. i got to pay off my car. I want to pay off my house. I want to take care of that. I want to go this. I want to do that. But he didn't have a whole list of things to do. He had that one thing. So, like, I'm, I love that. He, what's that one thing that you have? Because we have a lot of to-dos that we better do them now. So that we only have that one thing left at the end of our life. Amen. To love one another 
to be with family. That's the most important thing. I read that little story about, um, uh, what's that guy's name that passed away? And he said, I had all this money, but it was family that was the most important that I neglected. How shall we neglect such a great salvation? I really think that's a great scripture right now. Not to neglect salvation or neglect one another, but to love one another. Father, thank you, Lord, for this message. Thank you for encouraging us, strengthening us, helping us to know how to go forward and letting go of the old, Father. I'm asking that you would be with every heart as they acknowledge any strife, any pebbles in their shoe, anything that they're procrastinating about. Father, I pray that they make it new today. They make it right today. That they come to you and just repent. They come to you and say, yep, that's me. That's what I'm doing. And so, Lord, I'm asking you to help them to be free in 2023. Let them be honest with themselves. Let them be honest with their spouses. Let them be honest with each other. Let them be honest with you. Father, that's going to keep us free in 2023. And as things happen, Lord, I give them freedom to be able to speak their mind and their heart, God. For you gave them a voice, Lord. Let it not be stifled. And I give you the glory, God, what you're going to do in 2023 in this church. You've given us vision. You've given us hope. And I know there's a lot of ideas stirring around in these little brains here. And I'm asking, Father, that we come together in the unity of the bond of peace to go forward in the things that you'd want this church to do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.